Thank you for the beautiful music. Leadership is very important in our lives. over our lives, over ourselves. We cannot let our circumstances dictate us and you just become helpless victims of your circumstances. You have to have leadership over your life to lead your life in a certain way so that you can have fulfilling and enriching life. So to live a good life, you need to have good leadership over your life. And you don't need to be perfect to be a good leader. Leaders have shortcomings too. No one is perfect. No one is flawless. Sometimes trying to be perfect becomes hindrance to good leadership because when you are obsessed with being perfect, Sometimes you get discouraged. And also, you try to become somebody else who are not you. You can't become even hypocritical. So you don't need to be perfect to be a good leader. Trying to emulate a certain leader will not make you a good leader. Oh, that person looks like very good leader. And then has a lot of good leadership. And I want to be like that person. Sometimes that doesn't help you. Everyone is so unique and uniquely different. So every leadership is very unique and different. Leaders don't have to be always at the forefront and take control. Leaders don't have to be always assertive and demanding. Leaders don't need to have all the answers of your problems. Leaders don't need to be a domineering, take charge, charismatic personality. Each person's individuality will shape that person's unique leadership. So in the end, leadership is about who you are. Leadership is about who you are. You don't need to be somebody else. You're not to be a good leader. Actually, to be a good leader, you need to be faithful to who you are. But that does not mean that we get stuck in being who we are. God accepts us as we are, but does, God does not leave us there. Yes, doesn't matter who you are, no matter what uh, uh, fault you may have, God accepts you who you are, but God does not leave you there. God always challenges us, changes us, 
and transforms us. So being a good leader does not mean just being, a, being who you are. It starts from there, but it does not end there. Accepting who I am means to have courage to become who you can be. Let me say it again. Accepting who you are means to have the courage to become who you can be. Accepting who I am means to go beyond our weaknesses and shortcomings. Accepting who I am means I'm ready to deal with my own weaknesses and shortcomings. And accepting who I am means to have confidence in spite of your weaknesses and shortcomings. Confidence. This confidence is a key to good leadership. I mean, there will be many different styles and many different forms, but to be a good leader, you have to be confident. That is characteristic of being a good leader. And this confidence is very difficult to have because you have shortcomings and weaknesses. So this confidence does not come, come from you. It comes from God. David, King David, had this kind of confidence. That was David's characteristic. I mean, David had all the goods and bads in his life. He's a very complex individual but one thing very consistent from beginning to the end that was that he had confidence. Not because he trusted his own abilities, but because he trusted God. He was by no means perfect. And yet his, his imperfection did not let him down. Because he knew that. God was with him. Once he wanted to build a temple for God. Actually, not once, but all his life, he wanted to build a temple for God. And he lived in a palace, beautiful palace, and he felt really bad. I mean, I live in this beautiful palace, but God lives in a tent. And he wanted to build a temple for God. But God said, no. I'm not going to allow you to build a temple for me. And David knew very well why God did not want him to build temple for him. He knew it very well. Let me read it for you. David said to Solomon, Solomon was his son, My son, I had planned to build a house to the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, you have shed much blood and have waged great, waged great wars. You shall not build a house to my name because you have shed so much blood in my sight on the earth. He was a king of war. And God did not want the king of war to build temple for him. He wanted king of peace to build temple God, temple for God, but not king of and David knew that very well. Was David angry because of that? Was David discouraged 
Or David asked him or doubted about himself, maybe God does not love me. Was he uncertain about himself? He knew his weaknesses and shortcomings. But he never, never doubted about God's love for him. He knew exactly why God did not want him to build a temple for him. But amazing thing is this. He didn't stop there. God did not allow him to build a temple for him. But he prepared. He knew it. But he prepared everything so that in the end, Solomon, his son, the king of peace, would build a temple for God. He didn't give up. He didn't give up. Historically, there were three temples, and Solomon's temple was the most beautiful temple. He did the job. David knew his own weaknesses and shortcomings, but they, they did not let him down. He was not stuck in his own weaknesses, and he was not just uh, the, the, lived, lived in self-pity. Licking his own wounds. He didn't do that. He did not doubt about himself. Because he believed in God. He believed in God who accepted him with all his weaknesses. He believed in God who loved him unconditionally. That's why he didn't shrink because in spite of his shortcomings, that's where he got confidence. All you people, you want to be a good leader, whether at your company or in your family life or over yourself, have confidence. Consistent confidence. That can only come from God. What we read today is David's last words. He finishes life. He had all kinds of good and bad experiences. In the end, he said these last words. That was almost like a conclusion of his life. You know, you all need to have last words. You need to prepare that. When, you're, when your life ends... What is the last word you want to leave? You want to say to your children or people uh, around you? Or do we live just mindlessly so we have no last word? I think we need to prepare our own last words. David said, For he has made me, made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure, will he not cause to prosper? All my help and my desire. David trusting God and his promise. That was how he overcame his weaknesses. My friends, that's the secret of having confidence. He believed in God and his promise. That's why he was able to overcome his own shortcomings and weaknesses. His weaknesses did not paralyze him. He was confident in spite of his weaknesses. So in leadership, having this confidence is crucial. 
Once you lose it, you lose everything. David was so confident that he didn't need people's approval. He didn't, to, he didn't need to look around at how they perceive me, how they evaluate me. He didn't really, that didn't bother him. His family kind of had prejudice against David. It's like Joseph. Joseph's brothers and then uh, Joseph's brothers had prejudice against uh, Joseph. Like David was prejudiced by his family. I mean, uh, when Samuel, the greatest prophet, uh, he saw Saul, Saul, and then he knew that he's, it doesn't fit. He didn't fit to be a king. So he was, he was going around looking for a new king. So he came, came to the house of Jesse. That's uh, David's father. And then he wanted to meet his sons. He has a few sons. But you know what Jesse said? Jesse told David, hey, we have a very important meeting with this great prophet, Samuel. So while we are doing this important meeting, why don't you go out and take care of the sheep? So David was not even there, was not even invited. And then Samuel met all the sons and then said, is that all? Do you have any other son? And then Jesse said, oh, yeah, uh, we have a you know, youngest uh, son, not very significant. He's tending the sheep. Bring him. I'll wait until you bring him. So the family had prejudice against David, but that didn't bother him. That didn't stop him from believing in himself. He truly believed in himself and he had confidence inner confidence within him. That is characteristic of David. Even when he met Goliath, Goliath was much, much more powerful and yet David had confidence. I can beat you. I can beat you. This is what he said. But David said to the Philistine, you come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. I mean, he didn't have confidence in himself, in his own power and ability. He had confidence in God's name. He had confidence in God's name. Once you have that confidence in God's name, no one can defeat you. No one can defeat you. No calamities, no disaster, no circumstances will defeat you when you have that confidence in God and his name. When you have confidence, when you have faith, when you have confidence, you are very comfortable with yourself. You become very comfortable with yourself. Faith is not what you feel. Faith is not what, what you claim that I have faith. Faith, when you have faith, confidence comes with you. And also you become very comfortable with yourself. And other people around you feel comfortable with you. In spite of your weakness and shortcomings, you are comfortable 
with yourself. But when I look around, there are so many people who are not very comfortable with themselves. They are very uncomfortable with themselves. They live out their insecurity. They live out their insecurity. They are, not, they are never comfortable with themselves. That's why they always have to be approved by somebody else's evaluation of yourself. Because they are not comfortable with themselves. They have to always prove themselves. Because they are not comfortable. But confident people, they are very comfortable. Insecurity expresses itself in many different ways. Not just in one way, many different ways. Some people, some people who are insecure may pretend to be very strong and assertive. And some people become very timid. Some people become very sensitive about people around them. And some people are overly critical. These are all different faces of insecurity. And it, uh, from person to person, it's all different. But insecurity comes out in a very different way. But confident people, they are very comfortable with themselves, even with their weaknesses. They don't need to hide them. They can laugh at themselves. They can laugh at themselves. In other words, they are big enough to be able to laugh at themselves. Being comfortable with yourself does not mean that you become cocky. When your confidence comes from your own abilities and experience and skills, then you can become cocky or conceited. It wasn't like that with David. He always lived with the fear of God. Fear of God. Humility. David said, one who rules over people justly, ruling in the fear of God is like the light of morning. Like the sun rising on a cloudless uh, morning, gleaming from the rain on the grassy land. He was always mindful of God's justice. Doing what was good and just for him was very important. Doing what is good for others is, was very important to him. Even though Saul, the king Saul, tried to kill David so many times because of his jealousy. And David had uh, so many opportunities to kill King Saul. But he didn't do that. He didn't harm him. Harm him. He didn't touch him. Why? He said, this King Saul was also anointed by God, and I'm not going to touch the person who is anointed by God. He seeked, he sought justice. What is good, not only for Saul, but also for whole Israel. He was a man of integrity. Ultimately, he saw God's justice and also God's goodness. Spiritual leadership is leadership of justice for all. We need leaders who care for others. That is what spiritual leadership is all about. 
today we are ordaining four elders. God has chosen you to be leaders of this congregation. When we approached you, all of you said you feel inadequate and you hesitated. But you overcame your own reluctance and responded to God's call. And I thank you for that. We pray that God provides you with strength and wisdom. Have confidence in God, not just in your ability. Have confidence in God. God will guide you and show you the way. As David's life was blessed, our life will be like the light of morning, like the sun rising on a cloudless morning. God will bless you with many blessings. We need good leaders. We need good leaders. Because good leaders not only help themselves, but also help others. When our church is filled with these good leaders, this church will become strong. We are weak. And we are all fragile. We are all vulnerable. But with God, we can overcome our own weaknesses. We can be strong. We can be confident. We can be good leaders who help others. Let us sing together.